0: What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongol Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta, and this is episode number 89. Slowly but surely creeping closer to 100. It's going to happen. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta, that's R I C K B A T A, or email the show, No Podcast at gmail.com. Let's get started. This is going to be a fun one today. Very excited. To get on the mic here. So Transworld Skateboarding, they decided to bring back the Skate and Create Challenge. This was from literally a decade ago, so 10 years ago, and it consists of four teams. So much like in the the past, it was four original concepts, only one month to get it done, right? So which is, if you think about it, we all know now how fast a month can fly by. I mean, for me, it seems like You know, March was just, I mean, it wasn't too long ago, right? So just to put that into perspective, March, talking about when we all had lockdown. And, you know, given a month to do a project, I mean, it's a short window. So pretty much it's been Groundhog Day, right, in in the beta household for me. So I'm just, you know, at least during the week. But anyway, you get my point. But this time around, the teams were, they had Team Visual, Meow, Birdhouse, and Thank You, all facing off against each other and i wanted to share my thoughts on each of them and then i'll let you know my favorite you know if, so if you haven't seen the videos you can pause it now go check them out it's only about 20 25 minutes tops so it's not too long to like plow through them all in just in you know, one big chunk so they're very consumable and entertaining so and worth your time so but very very creative stuff indeed okay very creative and these are in no particular order but I'll start with Team Visual, which consists of J.P. Morgan, Matt Miller, Shmatty Chafin, or chaffin I forgot to look his up before I got on the mic. Nathan Coe and Joey Brzezinski. Okay? Some heavy hitters. So, and speaking of Joey, just real quick, sidebar. I i, I still haven't won or beat you in that challenge in Skate 3. So, I it just, I get too frustrated. The pressure just gets to me. So, you got me on that one, Joey. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back, though. I've been playing Tony Oxborough Skater. I'm going to be back. I'm going to conquer Joey. Going to happen. Just had to vocalize that. So anyway, back to their submission, which was Silhouettes. And I think it's very fitting that they went, like, with such a visual style. Like, they went very literal with their team name, of course. They had it, and their title. Everything was filmed at night, which is already a tough thing to do, right? You know, they had to use, like, very specific lighting. And I guess they used, they kept saying tape. I don't know what kind of tape it is, maybe 3M or something, but they had to use some kind of special tape to make everything look so bright and reflective. So, I mean, the kits, you know, the light kits had to be set up at a certain angle. And, you know, we all know, of course, how difficult it is when you don't have enough, you know, light, just landing tricks. It's almost impossible because you can't see the board, especially if you've got just black grip. So it's pretty crazy. And I love the way they all looked at about 1 minute and 18 seconds when they were pushing down the streets of L.A. So I also like the, the the use of the the tape on the wheels, too. It gave it a very Frankie Vellani vibe. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Because I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I see you guys working there. I see it. And be sure to pay attention to some of the surroundings, too, okay? So, like, the poles, shopping carts, stuff like that. They incorporated all of the the surroundings to kind of give a a nice depth to it and it just brought to life you just had like the spot or the boards and it had this reflective tape it just wouldn't work so but i was wondering like did they get approval from uh, stevie first to do all that at jayquan they taped that place like up but it was a great job great job visual gotta hand them that Next up, Thank You Skateboards, they submitted HOA, and I assumed they named it because they skated like a bunch of spots near townhomes, and even in the neighborhood of two skateboarding legends. Yeah, I'll tell you more about that in a minute. But I like this one because they they incorporated a story with it. You know, it was just two dudes skating, actually they were apart when they met up, but no real agenda, just some gnarly street skating with like two of the best to ever do it. You know that was the gist of it. So, and in fact, was this like their first official video together? I I honestly can't recall seeing like a thank you video before. I know when they they launched, they had this kind of like you know intro slash welcome, you know all this stuff. Like, but I don't remember seeing like an official part drop. <laughs> Maybe I missed it. I don't know. But Tori Pudwell started things off with a huge front flip over that fire hydrant. He was flying, like flying down that street too. Like almost as if he'd gotten out of like a, an HOA meeting and he was all pissed off because they complained to him about his lawn or something like that. So it was huge. Going so fast, especially that trick. And then they had Daywan, who also looked like he was on a mission. He ollied between two trees. So one tree, another tree. Very cool. However, checking my notes here, I wrote down the dirt flip. About 1 minute, 18 seconds. That was a nice treat. How difficult was that one, though, if you think about it? How difficult was that, day one? I can't imagine you did it on one attempt. You know, it's not a one and done there. The timing of the dirt must have been kind of awkward. Was it hard dirt? Was it soft? You know, all that stuff. You had to get the right pop to clear those steps. So cool. Can't I can't wait to see the raw footage for that one. That's going to be fun. But I especially love the line at one It's 148. I was almost so distracted by the beauty of the background that I almost didn't get to catch like the whole part. And notice the notice how to, which t- the pop shove it that Tori did to start. He decided to go decided to go the hard route on that one. You know what I mean? Who in hell does a back shove it up a curve? I mean that's way more difficult if you think about it, and his angle too. Normally, you got to pop and you got to get the right angle and pop up and go. And then, of course, he went on to backflip over that fire hydrant on the street. Now, that view right there is worth paying HOA fees for. That's I, I, I gotta admit, pause it right there 145. And also, is it me or does that fire hydrant kind of resemble like a grizzly bear? You know, the grizzly grip or almost like the cloud, like the smiley face logo they have. I don't know, maybe I'm just tripping, I figure I'd mention that, but but look at that, but it's picture perfect, yeah, so, however, I wasn't tripping when we got to see cameo number one, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, Chad Muska, and dude, dude was straight up watering his water fountain, <laughs> uh, talk about like, giving the bird to your HOA, like, you're gonna complain about me watering my water fountain? I'm just gonna keep doing it. I don't care. You know, you know they would look down on that. But well done, Chad. Screw HOAs. <laughs> okay, I'll step off my soapbox. But, and like I mentioned, keep in mind they've been skating solo all along until they finally met up, slash almost collided, about 326. And I was like, whoa, 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 guys, guys, whoa, whoa. That was a little too close for comfort. But good thing day one he ducked right because he had he had the right of way there right he was grinding you know so the two paired up shredded some more and rolled past rodney Mullins pad which is very cool very good combo to see those two legends there good to see that he does rock a decent size recycling bin because i can't picture him rocking the smallest one you know they give you an option you want the big medium or extra grande one like you know he's got a decent size one so great job great job to thank you and it was cool that they you know obviously there's more history between behind why tory pudwell chose chad muska and obviously Daywan chose you know roddy mullet so that was very cool that they incorporated that and it was cool that they were open to do it so next up is meow skateboards grandma submission and i too also love the fact that they incorporated a story into this bad boy and it was well done too vanessa torres chris and Ebling Mariah Duran, Christina Means, Poe Pinson all killed it. And I enjoyed the comedic and almost like heartwarming moments in this one too. But it started to get real, like real fast when grandma showed them their like her hidden rail that she had stashed behind those bushes. Grandma even had a full on arsenal of tools in her minivan. Yes, shout out minivans. What? I dig our Odyssey. Yeah, I said that. Ain't no shame there. But grandma straight up killed it on the DIY and like BYOH spots. You know, the rail got plenty of action. Grandma showed them how to set up pole jams, bondo, cement some spots, denob ledges, and even brought the girls some fresh cookies to wax the spot with. Not eat, wax. So, very, very creative. And that was a very nice addition to the story, too. So, Bravo team. But grandma, I mean, she's nice and all, but she pissed off Leticia. She got, you know, Leticia's got places to go, people to see. Move out the way, grandma, move. Jeez. But it was, the whole thing too, it was nice to see how she dropped the girls right off where it all began. It had had gone like full circle. And the team, you know, had a life-changing experience. They learned a ton along the way. Anyone else hold back tears when Grandma drove away? No? Just me? I freaking love you too, Grandma. Thanks for all you've done, Grandma. That was wonderful. And finally, Team Birdhouse rolled through with their quote-unquote war rig. And didn't even look to see if they like rolled over any victims along the way. They just rolled over bumps, didn't even flinch, didn't even blink. Did you see the size of this rig? And it's almost like something out of like straight out of like Mad Max, right? Mad Max meets Jackass is the vibe I got here. So this featured Tony Hawk, Clive Dixon, Sean Hale, Clint Walker, Elliot Sloan, Lizzie Armanto, David Loy, Ed Duff, and Jaws. <sighs> that squad is stacked. And they took their rig, the war rig, that is, everywhere, if you notice that. It was in the ditches, near truck containers, steps, buildings. And it was all fun and games until Reese got completely wrecked at 233. I, he was so lucky he landed like that. Notice how he was done, and he wasn't really in the video. He was, he was done. Like, I, don't, I mean, I'm just glad he's alive. He could have easily snapped like a twig or his neck or his head and slammed to the ground or something like that. I bet he didn't sleep well that night. That was brutal. Painful. I mean, I almost had to look away. I was like, oh, boy. But luckily, he leveled out and landed somewhat horizontal. So I I thought that was, at that point in the video, it was going to be over. Like, Tony would jump in and say, all right, kind of put on his father figure hat. All right, kids, that's it. Time to go home. It's too unsafe. No, not birdhouse, because the very next clip, the very next clip, they were lifting the war rig onto Elliot Sloan's mega ramp. I can't believe I just said that. And I'm sure no permits were given. No permits were even sought after for this one. Not for these dudes. These dudes are insane. But I I think... I think even Tony mentioned this. Notice how all four wheels were not resting on the ramp like a hundred percent. You know, so that means that it put all the the pressure, the burden, the sketchiness onto that forklift, which makes it even more insane. Think about that. They're they're out there bussing tricks on this forklift that just kind of hanging over the, a ramp, taking impact, and the fact that Tony did that. I believe it's called a, a reach around invert now. Cause remember we're not doing mute and all that at the top of that beast. You guys have seen it. If not go to his, his page. That was truly like insane. He truly is one of the greatest of all time to ever do it. He's at what? 52 doing stuff that most te- teenagers like wouldn't even think about or attempt or even try in a video game. Pause it at 310. Just take in all the surroundings. Look at how small human beings are (laughs) on the the ground, almost like ants. That is the definition of of insanity. Straight up insane, Tony. Birdhouse did a fantastic job on this video. And it sucks that they got rolled up on by Jeremy and Heath. Yeah, we all know as you. With a dashboard on fire at the end. I mean, what the hell is the problem, man? What did Tony do to you? And why was your dashboard on fire? I mean, I've never been a fan of Ford, and this doesn't help their cause because you know I'm be like, I don't know why hell I'm gonna buy a van that you know has combustible dashboards. Stick to my Odyssey, like I mentioned earlier. So, but thanks, thanks though. <laughs> so now that I've covered all four videos, I guess I should tell you which one I voted for, and I did vote, so it was pretty cool. I was like, yeah, I voted again twice this year three times this year i voted four times i don't know what you know talking about the presidential election all that so but this one was very difficult for me all of them were great but it came down to meow and birdhouse for me top two for me those two really really nailed it for me as far as like a skate and create meow had a great story and great skating Kristen Ebling did a great job directing it, by the way. Just there's so many little details in there. Great job on that. However, when I take into the fact that the Birdhouse team just straight up went Mad Max on everyone, they, for me, stood out as the most insane, most well-deserved, and well-deserved champ. So I, I voted for them. And just the fact that the van got stolen, they lost about a week and a half of time, and they still were able to pull that off. I bet it was grandma that stole that van, huh? Very smooth grandma. So, they got my vote, but it was damn close. Damn close. Even if you took out the Mega Ramp footage, I think it was still insane what they what the Birdhouse team did. So, well done, guys. Well done to all the entries. That was fun. That was entertaining as hell as well. And well done to Transworld Skateboarding for bringing this back. I hope I'm crossing my fingers. You can't see it on this podcast. I hope to see another batch of these videos before, say, the year 2030. Shrugging question mark. So let me know which ones you guys is uh, which one you voted for. Woo! Pardon me while I get some water. Next up, we want to talk about Bean Ryan Scheckler or Ryan Scheckler Bean, however you want to call it. It's his extended cut. Which aired last week, but for some reason I kept thinking like, wait, haven't I seen this before? Is this a rerun? I just couldn't remember, so I decided to check it out anyway, and it turns out I hadn't seen it. So, win-win. So this extended cut was about 20 minutes long, and it's a nice look into like his life growing up. You know, we all watched him. If you've you know, watched him from back in the day, coming up, you know, as a skateboarding prodigy. I remember seeing him on X Games back in 2003, and he was, like, the youngest competitor at the time. What was he, 13 years old? You know, flash forward today, he's 30, still dominating the game. But, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, he had some struggles, missteps along the way. Like, no way. No no one's perfect, right? You know, except for, you know, Ryan has taken, like, those moments and used them as fuel for, like, his fire. Like, his internal combustion engine is just probably just – it would be cool if you could quantify that or see it, you know, it's very cool. So he was described as, quote unquote, ruining skateboarding back in the day. Some dudes even would go as far as saying, quote, wow, I'm ashamed to call myself a skateboarder. Dudes a sellout and on and on and on. Now, see, I mean, those comments, I I think, say more about the individual than they do Ryan, you know, I mean, there are haters everywhere right especially if you're at the top of the game like he was and it obviously didn't faze him i mean it, it of course it did but it, he's still killing it today is what i'm saying like it didn't it didn't ruin him which is great so and one thing i didn't know about him was that he was a Mago pusher yeah i think they were showing some footage he's about eight years old i mean I, he was way too young to realize it, I'm sure, but it was nice to see him that, you know, how he corrected that over the years. I don't know when it actually happened. I think I even started pushing Mongo back then, and then I, I learned, or maybe was, you just kind of observed, like, okay, I shouldn't be pushing like that. But, but I was thinking, too, like, can you imagine if he never stopped? <laughs> like, oh, it would be like a trip to see him, like, just just cracking the mongo push on the live x games you know i'm sure the commentators would be like whoa okay we got ryan Sucker here's a mongo pusher <laughs> all right you know getting all the hate from his you know life of ryan show and his men's body spray and all that and be a mongo pusher so it's good that you know i think ryan knew early on was like dude i need to ditch this mongo push or else i'm not gonna make it in the game so you see smart dude the, the, but if you think about it, the skateboarding community would have, like, lost their minds, like, straight up. You know, I bet they would have pulled, like, a daggers on him and burned down all his ramps, you know, straight up. But that was refreshing to see. The dude is human. That's what I'm trying to point out here. And another thing I learned about Ryan is that he actually took, like, a year off from traveling and skating and just, just basically going all over the place to go back to school for his freshman year. I mean, that must have been so, I'll use the word again, refreshing for him to finally be able to hang out with kids his own age. You know, kids that just want to be kids and have fun and do homework. You know, I bet he'll look back, you know, like 20 to 30 years from from now and like remember that as being probably one of the more pivotal moments in his life. I mean, I know he, he went to rehab. That's another big one, too. But that one's huge you know kids want to be kids like let's kids be kids as well but it's cool that he was aware that something isn't right like he needed more and he did that so it was very cool so but but basically think about it dude had to do like a hardware reboot of his brain of his life in his teens it's very crazy and we see this a lot not just in skateboarding either everywhere in the entertainment industry it's all over so well done Ryan. And the next year of course he went j- jumping right into the ill-fated life of Ryan show that debuted on August 27th 2007 lasted only 3 seasons. But if you think about it in today's day that's like a long time. If a show gets a 3 season run that's a, almost a success. Most are like 6 7 episodes and boom they're done. If you get a second season, hey that's that's a win. But I never saw it So I maybe caught some like moments here and there, but I'm gonna watch it soon though. I just want to vocalize it, get it on record, just to see if it's as bad as many claim to be. That if it was quote unquote ruining skateboarding, you know I probably won't be able to plow through three seasons, you know. But I'll at least give it a shot. No, I don't know. Yeah, Um, I'm I'm sure it's on YouTube. Or maybe I mean I looked on eBay. The entire series is trending at like ten bucks, ten to twelve bucks. So I'll be sure to keep you in the loop on my Life of Ryan journey. Things might get a little wild if you know what I mean. So may- actually maybe we can all set up a virtual watch party. You know, for those uh, that might be interested, we can watch the pilot together. <laughs> Let me know if that's something you want to do. Toss back a couple, you know, a few adult beverages. I'd be down. My wife be like, "What are you doing today? I'm oh, I'm gonna watch the Life of Ryan." Yeah, yeah, you know, why not? But just saying that, actually, it got me thinking, like, what if the life of Ryan would be more successful today, now that he's a little bit older, like the adult version of it, you know? I can see it maybe surviving as, like, a YouTube series, you know? Probably get some views. I don't know. I'm just – I had to vocalize it, you know? I just – whatever. Oh, and I am available to help write some episodes if need be. Ryan, you know, just have my people call your people or just – DM me, you know what I mean? Life of Ryan Reboot. Hey, Hollywood's all about reboots, right? I could see that happen. So, But if you haven't checked this one out yet, I'll be sure to include the link in the show notes. And maybe if you're still hating on this guy, it will change your mind. I mean, maybe, maybe not, right? But all I have to say is that if you can still hate on a guy that, you know, he's put in years decades of blood sweat tears into something that he absolutely loves and lives for and and he created a foundation under his name to give back to his community for and help future skateboarders future generations if you can't get behind that I just don't know what to say then man he's sober now he's focused he's kicking ass taking names how can you hate on that like seriously so much respect ryan keep killing it man that was great another it was only about 20 minutes of your life check it out check the show notes that's all i've got for today big shout out to fatius m at fatius m appreciate the continued support my man and i will see you guys next tuesday hit me up on social media if you need to chat or vent or whatever man i'll see you then